I would love you to describe the scene that's happening right now, where you are. She's trying to just, like, get us into this casual conversation type flow. <laughs> Pretty much. She, she's a goddamn hey, that's called radio, she's, Chief. She's buttering us and up And also called setting the scene. Oh, uh, we have Pip here with a glass of Pet Nat, and she's just drinking it while she's... Uh, uh, uneasily typing on her laptop to try get these answers down uh, for this interview today. So that's the scene. We're all tucked into bed and uh, mm-hmm. it's about four o'clock in the afternoon here at Bondi Beach. Lovely. This is Tell Me About Love. My name's Lucinda McAfee and for this ep I'm chatting to two of my greatest friends, Pip and Maddie all about their pure and blissful eight-year-long love blackout. Their relationship and their love is something that when you see it, you just think, that's beautiful, isn't it? Good for them. It radiates this jovial, sunny, cheeky, but caring energy. And it seems as if these two were created to be two peas in a pod, two halves of the same magical flower, destined to find each other. And it's for that reason that I wanted to sit down with them and have a chat about how they got that. I actually met these two cats through my former job at a real estate agency, which is interesting because the three of us are the least real estate type folk you would meet. Pip had already been working there when I started, and Maddie joined the company maybe a year or two later. Our friendship blossomed over a love of Anderson Park, French cinema, a crisp pet nat, refreshing ocean swim bows, and an appreciation for a good surf club lunch. These two cats welcomed me with kind open arms into their friendship circles. And as a result of that, I've been able to meet a whole stack of new cherry blossom friends to love. Two of them included the gems, Dilan and Cody. A few years ago, the five of us recognized our equal love for indie cinema. So we created the formidable and ironically pretentious Highbrow Film Society. The club included either going out for a lush dinner together or cooking at home, usually getting a funk wine and trying to pinpoint what notes were on the palette. The uniform was a turtleneck, and it was also tradition that we would see the latest movie on and arrive at least 10 minutes into the movie to really keep our reviews on our toes. We intended to give each review a brow rating, but ended up getting lazy and just resorting to discussing the movies in depth after we saw them. Pip and Maddie are actually the two people I went to with the idea for this podcast and were two of the biggest advocates in getting it off the ground. Our conversations are usually either complete smack talk or about a lush swim spot we've found, a new movie we've watched, or discussing and encouraging each other on any kind of new creative endeavour. I could go on about the elements of our friendship for ages, but the general gist is that these two sparkles mean a lot to me, and I think they themselves have a pretty magical display of love. Let me tell you about Pip. She is like a dainty sunshine fairy. Effortlessly groovy and beautiful, kind, generous, and warm. By trade, she is a crazy talented freelance digital creative and graphic designer based out of the beaches of Sydney. Much like the rest of her family, which for reference includes Yaz from one of my previous podcasts, she is an incredible cook. We share a similar taste and appreciation for music and the way it curves and curates moments in our lives. We also both place an importance on recommending music to your friends, as well as the same idea that the greatest gift is a playlist. 
For the last year or so, Pip and I have had a running collaborative playlist for both of us to share funk new finds with each other. Pip is the first to start up a fashion show at every kick-ons, styling up each of her friends in different pieces from her wardrobe to parade out to the rest of the party. She can be shy at first, but also opens up to be this goofy ball of fun and is the type of friend that you don't feel you have to constantly hold a conversation with. You can just hang in silence. It's all good quality time. She makes you feel valued and cherished. Pip really gives off this subtle main character energy of a cute indie flick set likely surrounded by lemon tree lined streets in southern Italy, soundtracked by funky jangly hits, which follows the protagonist on their cherishing each day eat pray love journey. She also just loves love, so it was only fitting that she be a feature on the podcast. Maddie is the type of guy that makes an impression when you meet him. Not only because he is this over six foot long haired gangly cat with liquid disco dance moves, but because he brings a bright energy to every room he walks into. Maddie is also a crazy talented and creative videographer and cinematographer. Having started his own business, which Pip is also a key member of, called Dark Light Creative specializes in film, photography, and design. On the outside, he's what you describe as a quintessential surfer, with a classic laid-back chewed and friendly nature. But the guy is also determined, hardworking, and thoughtful. He's equally as enthusiastic as myself about an ocean swim and body surfing competitions, and similar to Pip, is a next-level cook. At points where I've been pretty low and down, this guy has done everything he can think of to try and make me smile, even if I didn't want to. He just shows up for people. You need someone to help move a dishwasher, someone to climb up a big ass tree to lace the yard in fairy lights, need someone to have a beer at the inaugural res with, someone to pick up a FaceTime call at 2am so I can walk safely home from the valley, someone to come last minute and talk smack on your radio show. Big Matt is there in a flash. It was no surprise that for my birthday last year when I hosted my own funeral, he was the one who I asked to be the priest of the pretty disturbing ceremony. To summarize these glowing five-star reviews, I'll just say that it's nice to have friends like these two. They're all the good things rolled into one beautiful relationship. I've had specific requests for you guys. Can we get um, names? Who's requested us? Well, surprisingly, or maybe unsurprisingly, a bunch of your friends, Maddie, have asked because they want to hear you say sweet and lovely things about Pip. We all know that Pip says lovely things all the time. So let's kick it off. Could you sum up the other person in one song? I had two. Can I say two? The you can first say one. Two. Um, you give me something, Jamiroquai. Oh, wow. Now, oh, that's fun. <laughs> he just like loves to dance that song, and it always yep. reminds you of him. But also, it's just so fun and just uplifting, and that's kind of what embodies Maddie. And then I also kind of thought, um, since I left you, the Avalanches, because it's so like if we're talking about the actual music, it's so. It's like a variety of different sounds. There's like talking. It's kind of like chaotic, and there's lots of different things going on. And but it's also like uplifting and fun again. And I think those two songs kind of like embody Maddie. They are so fitting. I wow. love it. You really thought about it. Great, great suggestions. And cue the songs um, now. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here we have the avalanches. Um, Big Matt, what's yours for Pip? 
Look, I had to go with uh, uh, The Beach. It's also her favourite movie, debatably. And uh, You know the song's not called The Beach. Isn't it? Wait, Wait. Uh, Pure Shores by All Saints? Oh, yeah. Well, that <laughs> yeah. song, I thought it was called The Beach. It's in The Beach, isn't it? Take me to the beach, yeah. 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 I'm very happy with that selection. I uh, that song. That, I think that summarizes Pip because she she loves putting that on in a, in a sunset. Yeah. Loves her little sunny holidays, and uh, yeah. Yeah, that's very fitting. Both of these were perfect choices. Um, okay, so if your love story was told in a movie that was about you. Um, what's going to be the song that the two main characters are really getting around throughout the movie? Like if it was in the scene in Garden State when Zach Braff, no, Natalie Portman shows Zach Braff uh, new slang, what's going to be the song for you guys? I'm going to have to go with uh, obviously the one and only uh, Careless Whisper by George Michael Michaels. (laughs) I think that would really just summarise all of our great moments. But also... Don't Want to Miss a Thang by Aerosmith would really, yeah, uh, yeah I, f- I feel could really uh, um, build up to some great moments in, in, a, in, our, uh, in our relationship today. I feel like if that, that scene would be you guys kind of like meeting at a party, Don't Want to Miss a Thing would come on and then um, Maddie, you're on the dance floor and Pip's like, whoa, who's that funky guy on the D floor? And oh. then um, next minute... Uh, she's doing the leap into the air and you're catching her. Yeah, some dirty like dancing, Patrick Swayze. Yeah, kind the of dirty stuff. dancing move. Yeah. Pip yep. crinkled Love her it. face there when I said that, though. So I'm going to throw it back over to her and she's clearly <laughs> got some better options. Yeah. I do. Go ahead. Mine are much more like picture, like indie movie kind of scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 500 have, Days of Summer vibes. You or, could have Aerosmith uh-huh. in 500 Days of Summer. The first one is. Linger, the cranberries. That's True. kind of like the moment Love like, that. when we realise that, or I realise, the movie's all about me, that I love yeah. him. <laughs> and then the second song, More Than This, Roxy Music. I like that. That's great. Uh, Maddie, I know you got a bunch of nicknames for Pip, so before we like go any further, could you let us know a few key ones look i won't get into the whole bag of them but um just a few of the uh, the classics that you, you've, you've the got highlights. your yeah you've got your rat dog you've got your possum breath you've got your possum nipples um <laughs> just i don't know that's just a few to just a few yeah. to name <laughs> yeah. and in lockdown um, maddie would send me yes. lovely bunches of flowers which is very kind and he'd always like you kind of write the message online in like you know like a little box and then they like because maddie was in brisbane and then they the florist in sydney or wherever would hand write the message that they got and it would always be like (laughs) dear rat dog i miss you so much like all this stuff like love you possum breath and like this poor florist would hand write this card with all this like foul nicknames and i'm just they're probably just thinking who is this yeah, I, yeah. I th- when I heard that the last one that you were going to send, Maddie, um, I was hoping 
because that one was disturbing. <laughs> but I think it didn't end up going through. I think yeah. it's just like the message was so much. But I was hoping that the way in which you are getting the messages to these people is by reading it out to them over the phone. And then, then they'd write it down. No, the coward um, just writes it online. And no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, well. I know, what a coward. <laughs> once I realized that they wrote all these cards handwritten i just started <laughs> going wild. yeah i started going wild could you tell me the thing you find most attractive about the other person doesn't have to be physical but something about their personality that draws you to them i already know what you're gonna say for me why what is please it? go ahead it's the calves isn't it <laughs> pip can't get enough of them what the cards the calves my calves Oh, Christ. <laughs> they are bodacious calves. Thank you. <laughs> we'll leave a photo um, yep. in the show notes. <laughs> Just of the calves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say a physical quality, oh. but it was, it's not your calves. It's your smile. <laughs> oh, oh It sounds so Dude. cheesy, but... Honestly, you have to see the guy smile. He's got these huge pearly whites and it's just the best smile ever. (laughs) And it's so genuine Um, too. Like, oh, I love it. Maddie, you're up. Um, It's got to be Sleepy Pip for me. (laughs) (laughs) Pip. Why? Yeah, Pip goes into a peaceful, um, very kind and apologetic (laughs) Um, I'm the nicest version of myself when I'm like literally about to like go into deep sleep. (laughs) Ask me anything and I'll say yes. I mean, that sounds gross. (laughs) 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 I mean, like no every every time every time we'll like go to bed and just watch a movie. Fall like Pip always falls asleep like five minutes into whatever episode. And then I go to shut the laptop at the end of the episode, and then Pip's like, "Oh, so sorry, Maddie. Oh, I just, I just love you. I'm so sorry. I fell asleep." <laughs> and it's just fucking so funny. It's great. Well, that is lovely. I was discussing this with you, Pip. I think, but I've been reading the latest Trent Dalton book called Love Stories, and I read a line yesterday. It stuck out to me, and I thought. It would be great to ask you guys. But the line said that um, we take the good parts from people we love and try to build ourselves from them. So what do you think is something that you've taken or learnt from the other person um, that you kind of woven into your, your own personality? I, I tend to be a bit cold when I first meet people. Like I like to put a bit of a like a wall up because I have – Maybe I've got trust issues. I don't know. But um, I Maddie kind of has this, like, glowing thing. Like, when he first meets people, he's just so, like, kind of radiates good happiness vibes. I don't know. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to pick up that because I feel like I can be quite reserved and until I meet someone, get to know them, and then I kind of let them into my life. But I've been trying to lately just go in and just go for it, be myself, be super, like, inviting and see what happens. Yes, I think that that would probably be something that most people say about you, Big Matt, is that if they were taking a quality of yours, it would be exactly that. When you walk into a room, people know because you brighten up the room. Oh, oh, nice. (laughs) Okay. Maddie, you're up. Pip and I, we've been turning into each other a bit lately. It's been really <laughs> obvious. 
um, I've become the more responsible. Um, like when we first when we first met each other, I was a big slob, and then um, unorganized, and Pip was the the go getter. And now it, it's just it's just all changed. Um, I I'd always roll into a, a party and break ten ten cups and bottles of beer, <laughs> and now now I'm I'm the the bloody neat freak around in the couple. Um, wow! Yeah, I know. I've been breaking things. I'm late. I um, <laughs> I don't do enough work. I am just it's terrible. We've absolutely swapped personalities. Let's go back to the start. Uh, can you tell me about the first time that you met, and do you remember what your first impression of each other was? We were at at a little house party at one thirty Struggle Street, I believe, and uh, you know. Little little smoke show just walks ac- across the room, <laughs> little and um, yeah, and then that was right at the end of the year. I think we went away for Christmas, and then I think we ended up meeting meeting up like four years later at like a pajama party or something at <laughs> at, a, at a dirty really? club. Really? Yeah, and then um, yeah, I don't know. Pip just couldn't help herself. Did you pa- did you pa- recognize each other four years later? I remember uh, four, four months. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say I, what? I think we <laughs> like we met at yeah at a house party or kick-ons or something, and then I remember you came over to Sophie Rose's new farmhouse um, for a swim the next day, Ooh. and I remember you were in the pool like splashing around with Ollie, um, Sophie's lab, and. You were just so cute. Like, I feel like the sunlight was, like, hitting your, like, face and your hair. You were, like, glowing and you were just, like, you were just in heaven because you were, like, oh, like, this is so great. And and <laughs> I just was, like, wow, I love this guy. Those calves, the calves <laughs> in the sunlight. No, he just, like, kind of embodies a golden retriever. Like, they're just the best. They're so smiley and Goofy and just, oh. Just dropping back in here to give you a bit of location context. So Maddie is from Port Macquarie, but met Pip when he moved up to Brisbane. After dating for a few years, they moved in together in the iconic Knott Street Red Hill share house. At the start of last year, Pip moved down to Sydney with the intention that Maddie would follow suit a few months later. But then Sydney went into a period of hectic lockdown, stunting this plan for the two of them and essentially turning it into a bit of a long distance relationship, which I know was really tough for both of them. Throughout this interim period, Maddie was living in my house with Yaz and I at one point, but as of March this year, these two little lovebirds have been reunited. Maddie moved down to Sydney where the two of them found their own Bondi Beach apartment and a new spot to make a bunch of cute memories together. If we're going to jump back to the extended lockdown situation last year, um, Maddie was living up in Brisbane. Your family was living, Matt's family, in New South Wales, Port Macquarie. So you weren't able to see them. And then Pip was stuck in the tight lockdown in Sydney with all your family up here in Brisbane. So, I mean, how did that go down for you two? And what do you think was the key for getting you through that patch of time that was like almost a year I know like you we've already discussed the flower situation um but what else do you think got you through that 
if anything, it was just like regular communication. And to be honest, I think we both had such good network, like a network of friends each. And that really helped us. Like, I feel like I had to turn to my close friends in Sydney to help me through it. And then, like, vice versa, like, Maddie had such a good network of friends, a.k.a., like, you and Yaz, like, he was living with you guys and obviously his um, other friends as well. But I think um, in the end it was probably weirdly, like, bittersweet. I don't know if that's the right word, that it happened. Like, Maddie and I have been together for... Like quite a while and you know since I was 19 which is pretty young and I feel like we've both matured and grown up and like changed quite a lot from when we first met and I feel like if you're you know you hear about a lot of relationships that go on for like maybe nine ten years and they don't work out you know they get to this certain point where you maybe you have grown up with them and you've changed a lot and then you realize you know, like what's what's from now and it kind of makes things a bit complicated. So I feel like it was almost like we were never going to talk, like we hadn't really talked about taking a break and I think maybe it like it kind of happened naturally. We didn't take a break, we were like still together, but we were able to like be, you know, ourselves more and like, you know, turn inward because we were separated, but, you know, we got to kind of have that time apart which I think made which probably like a great thing something that we wouldn't have actually done like at, like probably wouldn't have done but we were forced mm. to do it and um I think it was kind of a good time of growth for us in the end yeah Sorry, I so just like absolutely got babbled on there <laughs> I loved that that was yeah, well. uh, an interesting <laughs> insight like you got to both grow yourselves in the like months that you were forced to be separated and be independent that you might not have had because you you were reliant on each other when you I guess you were living up here. Um, what about for you, Maddie? I don't know. Well, I guess like you said, I learned the true value of a bunch of flowers <laughs> or the random coffee or just those little those little luxuries that would just cheer her up. I'd always be like encouraging Pip to go out, have a swim bow. Um, Cause that always makes her feel better as well. Yeah. It was obviously like tough to, to um, not see, see her, but I just. Um, I just played lots of Fortnite and <laughs> not getting any heaps of KFC. <laughs> yeah. The first few weeks without Pip, lots of KFC. Uh, no, but I just kind of, um, yeah, really just dove into my work and just tried to work um, as hard as I could until I moved down to Sydney. And so I kind of distracted myself that way, but obviously missed her quite a lot. And now it's been so good to finally get back down here and see her again. Beautiful <laughs> from both of you. That was really lovely. Now that you're living together and I guess over the past eight years, um, do you have any like cute daily rituals um, for your relationship that is uniquely you guys and you feel like it adds to like a sweet nature of your relationship? <laughs> we were trying to think about this earlier and I wanted to come up with some kind of magical answer, like, <laughs> you know, something cute or different, but it all came down to um, 
beverages, I feel. <laughs> Different, like, like um, you know, waking up, cup of tea, and then we'll always kind of stroll down and get a coffee somewhere, another, another beverage. And mm. um, that gets us out of the house, you know, go for a walk and maybe even a little swimbo in there. And, yeah, I feel like in terms of, like, a ritual that we do daily, I'd say that's probably one of the main things. And, you know, we mm. try and, like, phones off and we just, yeah, just spend that time together, which is really nice. I think that's the, yeah, I think that's the best thing is those, like, little monotonous type, um, yeah, rituals that you do every day. I think that is the sign of a great relationship. Um, this phrase sucks but it makes sense when i and i guess people have used it to describe the two of you um but relationship goals and i think that anyone that is lucky enough to know you guys recognizes that there's something different about your relationship it seems effortless you're both very easygoing it's very pure you seem very trusting and it's kind of like you've been in this entire relationship love blackout so why do you think that is like what do you think is the element about your relationship that just works well i think it's because we we set it up the right Don't way say you know calves. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the calves she's been a love blackout all about down the calves. to your calves man yeah. no i think it was i think it was good that we did the swot analysis at the start of the relationship the full business plan <laughs> Um, you set your KPIs, KPIs um, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. and um, you know that's that's. I think everyone should do that when they're getting into a relationship. Just write up a nice what, business what, plan. What was on and, your uh, SWOT analysis? Um, and then did strengths. you have yearly reviews on your anniversary? You review this SWOT analysis. Yeah. Yep. We do. Uh, strengths obviously calves. Um, opportunities. Better calves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going anywhere. It is quite, feels quite easy and effortless, but we do, like, you know, we're not just making no effort in saying that. Like, we try and, you know, have, like, a date night, you know, like, every week or every, like, couple of weeks where we go out. Like, we love seeing films with our friends, and I feel like we've been brought up quite similar. Like, we've both got the same values, which obviously it plays a huge part and we both want the same things I think in life. I think just trying to make each other laugh and smile um it helps. <laughs> Could you tell me a compliment that the other person has given you that just constantly sits in your mind? Oh. Oh my god. Pip always just goes on about my calves. Um <laughs> no one goes on about your calves, bro. It's only you. Why not? You are self-proclaimed carb enthusiast. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think also people don't want to go on about your carbs because you bring it to everyone's attention. I've got tremendous carbs. Look at those things. <laughs> I'll, I'll send through a photo. Thanks. <laughs> I think everyone knows your carbs. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? Um, could you tell me a compliment that the other person's given you that sticks with you? Pip's full of them. <laughs> now, nah, I think... Pip always um, really goes on about my, my smile, I guess. And actually, she always goes on about the hair, which is a real <laughs> which is a real problem because... And every day, Maddie's like, I'm cutting it off. I'm cutting oh. it off. I've been trying to cut it off for years. He, like, but stares at the mirror. He's like, today's the day. I'm cutting it all off. 
Um, so over the last couple of years, as a very cute couple, what is something that you two have learned about love? I don't know. Like I know I said it before, but like it just has to feel easy. It just has to. Um, and I, my mom always told me this when I was little, but she's like, when you're young, like there's like you should just like be walking like head over heels in love like every day when you're young and I kind of am I am that every day so that is so cute (laughs) there's no time for like being bogged down in like other stuff like you're too young and free for that so I feel like uh following on from that that would be a perfect um that was beautiful. Thank you, Pip. But that would have been a perfect like monologue in a rom-com and then Young Hearts Run Free comes on. And, oh. yeah. Or Careless <laughs> Whisper with Just the say, I actually yeah. have a uh, playlist. Uh, not sure if it's on private or not, but I'll make it public. I made it in lockdown. It's in, I said it to Maddie. It's called Love Blackout. And it's just like heaps of love, lovey songs. It's a perfect gift for someone as a playlist. Um, but what about you, Maddie? Anything you've learnt about love? Ooh. Um, uh, I think just trying to make each other laugh, you know, make each other smile every day. And the occasional random bunch of flowers never goes astray. Lovely. I guess, like, that's pretty much it. Is there anything else that you would like to add for the good listeners out there? Wanting to hear something sweet about love. I'm going to take your line, Lucy. Go out there and tell someone you love them. Yeah. No, um... <laughs> yeah. I love that. Like, just, just love, man. Yeah, man. Just, you know, just kiss more people <laughs> when you can. Just wanted to say love you, yeah? I love you, Luce. Love you like a brother, yeah? <laughs> Honestly, no, I don't say it enough. I don't say it enough. You're listening to Tell Me About Love in conversation with my buds, Pip and Maddie, chatting all about their beautiful eight-year love blackout of a relationship. I know at times the sound was a bit tricky because of the way we recorded it, but I thoroughly enjoyed the chat. It was just lovely and I feel captured the nature of these two and their truly special relationship. I hope you loved it too. And if you've come to this point, thank you very much for listening through. Appreciation to my cats, Pip and Matt, for being vulnerable with me. If you want to put a name to the faces of these two and finally get a visual of Maddie's bodacious calves, I have a few cutie batootie pics posted up on my Instagram at gooseface If this is the first episode you're listening to, feel free to jump back and check out the other wholesome chats. And if you want to put a little sunshine loving into someone else's day, feel free to share this with your buds and maybe even subscribe. I would like to acknowledge that I recorded and created this podcast on unceded Turrbal and Yagra land and pay my respects to elders past and present. My name is Lucy McAfee and you know what? Go and tell someone you love them.